yeah, uh Heavy crown radio, you know it's going down With the niece, you can see, she's the queen with the crown Talking real life, wild nights, and current events Breaking down, even giving tips on relationships Hey, you don't wanna miss, ready, here we go Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio Super entertaining, yeah, that's for sure Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio Hello, my loyal royals And to everybody else the world over Who listens to Meridian, Tell the Truth, and Shame the Devil After listening to the last two episodes of Without Warning I cannot sit back and not say anything. It's bothering me so much because between the leaked audio and Jay Arrington's conversation with Mark Gillespie, I really feel compelled to put out a part three. So this is going to be part three. I'm going to discuss Mark Gillespie's conversation with Jay Arrington because that's truly what bothered me most. I'll give Jay Arrington credit. He at least responded to me when I requested an interview. Dubose wouldn't even acknowledge me, so I sent him a shitty email. I know how much they love those over at MPD. What I don't understand, though, and what I hoped to clear up with Arrington in an interview, was to understand what exactly he's done for the Andreacchio case and why he says he didn't get so much as a thank you. What, what exactly does he deserve a thank you for? That, you know, that's just what I want to understand because it doesn't seem like much has been done. And that's his job as an investigator. When you do your job, nobody's going to, you know, there is no thanks. You know, you, you're paid. You're a paid person. Another thing, he also says he got shitty emails from Ray Andriacchio. I actually have emails from both Ray and Todd that Ray has given me permission to share. So I'm going to read those to you. So here is one from Ray to... Arrington, and this is on February 9th, 2017. Detective Arrington, someone contacted me yesterday from MPD. I wanted to make sure that he relayed to you that Todd and I do not feel that you are not doing the best you can for Christian. I know you are limited in what you are allowed to do. Of all the people we have dealt with over the past three years, you have been the most straightforward, which we appreciate. I do not expect a response to this, but I wanted to put in writing that we continue to request that Whitley Goodman and Dylan Swearingen are immediately arrested. There continues to be outstanding warrants for their arrest. I would also like to offer you something to consider. Christian was supposed to have come home the night of the 25th. He would have, but the captain on the boat told him that if he left before morning, he would be fired. So Christian waited. But Whitley thought he was coming home. If that is the case, the people who are shooting guns takes on an entirely different significance. I have never understood that we were shooting guns the night before. It has always bothered me until the other night when I realized they were waiting on Christian. Now, that says a lot to me. She just relayed appreciation for Arrington, so that isn't exactly what I would call a shitty email. Would you call that a shitty email? Because I certainly wouldn't. And I also have an email that came from Todd to Arrington. Hey, Arrington, this is Todd. I am at a loss after our last conversation. 
When I asked you three times if Bilbo was the reason the Meridian Police Department could not serve the murder warrants, you pulled the old redirect act on me twice, and the third time you told me to get an official statement from the chief. The Meridian Police Department has since the day my son was murdered, per arrest warrant obtained by MPD, has lied to us consistently. You guys have chosen to omit Hayes Mitchell's name as the fourth person in the gun shooting the night before, but that's okay. We have done our homework at quite a cost to my family, both monetarily and mentally, I might add. Not one member of my family has been able to escape the horror of discussing what was done to my son over and over again with experts, only to discover that MPD has no intention to do the right thing. I don't know what is worse, to realize that he was murdered or to realize the people paid to seek justice are working against us. As you know, we have done an extensive investigation and we have statements from multiple people who have said the same name you guys have conspired to hide. We are now in contact with a politician that can get us a meeting with the Justice Department since it seems to this day you guys, murder warrant in hand, still do not want to arrest these people. I can only ask, why is it so important that these get away with murder and who is their arrest so detrimental to? And these emails were sent a year after Christian's death. Totally justified, if you ask me. These parents are grieving the loss of their son And they want answers. Also, can we talk about the evening of the 25th and Ray's comment about it? That gives gun night a whole new meaning in my eyes, which should have been further investigated. It sounds like someone was being taught how to handle a gun and that target practice was underway. Does that kind of make sense to anyone else? Because I kind of feel like if that's the case, target practice was underway. Somebody was practicing some shooting. And it wasn't just for funsies. An interesting new part of this. That certainly warrants looking into. Had I been able to speak to Arrington, I plan to ask if he had followed up on this. And I also need to address some of his quotes from his conversation with Mark Gillespie, because they bothered me, um, since he isn't allowed to do phone interviews, which I'm going to guess and I'm going to chalk it up to the fact that it probably has something to do with him calling Bilbo Mitchell, and I quote, that stupid ass district attorney. I found that amusing. And I agree, Jay. He is a stupid-ass district attorney. Well said. So here's the first quote that really bothered me. You ain't gonna get no murder. You cannot prove a murder. He seems awfully confident about this. He has this wild theory of Christian sitting on the toilet with a gun to his head and Dylan trying to stop him and then saying, oh shit, when the gun goes off. And he openly admits there were some damn rookies you know, the ones who investigated for 45 minutes, and that he got into this case way late. Speaks volumes, doesn't it? He comments that the bathroom is small, and that's how this happened. Now, we know Whitley had gunshot residue on her hands too. It wasn't just Dylan. So to me, his theory doesn't add up. It just doesn't make sense. And Whitley had even made a comment before the gunshot residue testing even came back that she didn't have his type of GSR, as in Christian's type of GSR, on her hands. So she's saying she didn't have his type of gunshot residue on her hands. First of all, you cannot do that. You cannot test for specific gun gunshot residue. So way to go, Whitley. That was dumb. And he doesn't even acknowledge that. He doesn't acknowledge the fact also that Dylan went to take all his money because it was a murder. He thinks this was just an opportunity after Christian allegedly shot himself, according to his theory. To any logical person, 
the money was the motive for the murder. They both, being Dylan and Whitley, had the means and the opportunity. The motive was the money. He also doesn't acknowledge the text from Whitley to Matt Miller that Christian was kicking her out. That was her motive. If there was ever a motive, there it is. The gravy train was ending. However, Arrington does acknowledge that the body was moved, the scene was cleaned, and that the gun was planted. However, he's wrong about the gun being decocked by officers on the scene to make it safe. Because as Sheila has stated in that episode, there are witness statements that that wasn't done. So that's a crock of shit. He insists that this sitting on the toilet theory is true. And you know what? I thought about it, and maybe it is to a degree, but did he ever think that maybe they caught Christian in a vulnerable position while he was using the bathroom and that they used that as their opportunity to stage a suicide? That could be plausible. He also doesn't bring up the fact that one of Dylan's Best Buy alibi witnesses started working for Meridian Police Department when he suddenly remembered seeing Dylan after being hired by Meridian Police. Pretty rich. As you can tell, he is deeply committed to the suicide narrative, as deeply committed as the Meridian Police Department and MBI are as well. And I've stated this before. But as he openly says, he's not the most know-it-all person who ever lived. And I think we can all agree on that point. But his, you know, show me a murder occurred is so arrogant. Oh my god, I could, I, that kept driving me crazy every time I heard it. Show me! Show me! He repeats it so many times. And he also says if he's wrong, he'll put salt and pepper on it and eat it. Well, Jay, someday I'm going to bring you that salt and pepper. And I'm going to say bon appetit. So the one statement I found the most shocking was that he is supposedly the only one willing to work with the Andriacchios. That's another thing that's very telling. He lends more credence to what we already know of MPD's lack of effort and Bilbo's influence of shutting any type of investigation down. He also says to Mark to tell the Andriacchios, I'm not the damn enemy, and the shitty emails aren't the way to get help. This is your job to help. You're an investigator. You're a paid employee. This is your job. I just have to say this because I have patients all the time who are fed up, in pain, irritated, and lose their mind on me. I would never turn around and say to a patient, sorry, that's not, that's not the way to get help. You do whatever is within your power to help because it's your job. It is your job. And after nearly six years and no help and no progress... You really expect the Andriacchios to not be exasperated and to not be fuming that nothing has been done in the investigation of their son's death? Like, are you shitting me? If I were able to, I would love to sit down with Arrington and his show me, show me a murder occurred, show me, and say that there are means, motive, and opportunity, and present what we all know happened on February 26, 2014. And moving on to other aspects of this case, I do have a copy, as does everyone else in Justice for Christian, of the request for DOJ involvement signed by Percy Bland, the mayor, and this was signed on November 12th. I don't know this for a fact, but 
I've been told that this was not sent via certified mail, so how can they even prove that they sent it to the DOJ? I don't understand why they wouldn't, but hopefully they did. Because if they didn't, then shame on you. Let's all keep the faith, keep fighting, and continue to demand accountability of the public officials involved in the Christian Andriacchio investigation. We need to fight, and we're going to continue to fight for the pursuit of justice, because justice needs to be served here, and we all know it.